This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 127. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. I am here today to record a podcast for you alone. The last few weeks I've had guests and it's been super fun, but today I'm here on my own and I just want to remind you, I've done some free coachings this week with some of you out there and it's been super fun. I love hearing about your lives, I love hearing about your jobs, and even the struggles that we're having and I can help you with that. Life coaching will help you get the things that you want to get. So if you are interested in trying it out and having a conversation with me, you can go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com, and there's a spot there for you to sign up for a free coaching with me. Once you sign up, I will send you a Zoom link and we'll talk on Zoom. So we'll get to see each other and uh, we get to talk about all things that we love and even hate about veterinary medicine. So join me there. And also, I just want to let you all know that I've been putting some of these podcasts on YouTube, um, some of the video, and today I'm recording in video. Uh, so if you want to see what happens when I talk to people, see our faces, or if you want to see me sometimes struggle through the podcast <laughs> on Zoom, go to my YouTube channel. It's just titled Julie Capel, and um, you can find my videos there. And then subscribe, because I have very few subscribers on YouTube, and um, give me some likes and give me some comments and all those things. So join me on YouTube. This week on, the, on this podcast, I'm going to talk about being bold. I wrote a blog about this a couple of weeks ago, and I also had a little bit in my Wednesday Weekly Words, which, by the way, you can also find on my website. Um, but it's about how do we how do we embrace our boldness? What is it about being bold that can help us in our lives and our careers? And how can we embrace that in ourselves? And the reason that this interested me and I decided to write a blog and do a podcast about it is uh, the last couple of podcasts I interviewed Dr. Jessica Moore-Jones. She lives in Australia and she runs a business called Unleashed Coaching and Consulting. And um, she is a very bold individual in my opinion. And so we had these great, really honest conversations, a lot of back and forth about what veterinarians can do and what we need to do in order to become more balanced and enjoy our jobs more, create the boundaries that we need to create. And after I got done talking with her, I just got the thought that she's a really bold individual and I wish I could be more bold at times. And I am a pretty bold individual at times, as you may have noticed, but I also have my moments where I don't feel as bold as I wanna feel. And so I thought this would be a great topic to talk about. I also had an encounter just this past weekend um, with Dr. Betsy Charles, who is another very bold individual. And um, if you haven't heard of her, um, she is a radiologist and she's also 
runs the Veterinary Leadership Experience. So um, if you don't know Betsy, go out there and check her out. Hopefully one day I'll have her on the podcast as well. So anyway, these bold women reminded me that I need to be more bold and I wanted to talk to you about the same. So let's talk about this. When we were kids, we had no filters, right? If you look at toddlers or you look at little children, they're super open. They're super outgoing. They say exactly what comes to their mind. They run, they cry, they laugh, they fall down. They try new things without even thinking. They just have no filter and they also have no, nothing holding them back. They're very bold. They sing even if they can't carry a tune, even if they don't know the words, they dance and they don't worry about what other people think of them. And I think that that's something that we lose in life because people beat us down. You know, when we're young, we create, we love very boldly, we jump, (laughs) all those things. And somewhere along the line, it gets beaten out of us. And I think it has to do with our parents telling us to be good. I think it has to do with our teachers sometimes in school telling us what to do and how to kind of fit into society. And on one hand, we really need to lose some of our boldness in order to fit into society because we can't always say everything that we absolutely think when we absolutely want to. But we also get so un- so filtered and we lose that unfiltered ability that we lose a lot of what makes us successful human beings. We lose the ability to do something that scares us. We lose the ability to try things and fail over and over again, which is what we really need to do to be successful. So that beating down of us, whether it was by our parents or in elementary school or even in veterinary school, we really get beat up. Our egos get beat up. That we lose the ability to be bold. We become less bold, if you will. So we do need to be a little bit less bold than two-year-olds when we're conducting ourselves in society, but we also need to try to get back some of that boldness that we used to have when we were kids. So think back to when you were a kid and the things that you used to do. I used to love to sing, so I would sing all the time, even if I wasn't good or even if I didn't know the words. And I love to dance too. So I'm trying to embrace that again. Um, I was at the store the other day with my husband and there was a good song on over the loudspeakers, you know, in the store. And so I just started dancing and I was like, you know what? I don't care if, if people see me dancing in the middle of Myers, I'm just going to do it. So I really think that this is an exercise or some exercise that we can do to create more boldness for us in our life. So let me give you the dictionary definition of boldness because you know I like to do that. The definition is showing an ability to take risks, confident and courageous. So taking risks, becoming confident, and being courageous. Those are all really great words, right? That is something that I aspire to be. I aspire to be unafraid to take risks and confident and courageous. So why do we want to be bold? Boldness helps us share our unique voice. We all have this uniqueness in us. 
We all have special skills and special talents. Even if your little brain, your your primitive brain is telling that telling you that you're not unique and that you don't have anything to offer, that isn't true. We all have this unique, wonderful voice that we need to share with the world. And that's why we need to become more bold so we can share our true talents and our two gift, true gifts with the world. Another reason that we want to be bold is it builds our confidence. The more we practice being bold, the more confident we can become in standing up for ourselves, setting boundaries, taking risks, and doing big things in the world. Boldness also motivates us. The more bold actions you take, and whether you fail or succeed, you usually don't die unless your boldness is jumping out of an airplane or something. I guess there's a a chance that you could die. But being bold and having small successes motivates you to move on to bigger successes. And that's a great reason to try to be more bold. And it also increases your excitement with life, right? If you're always sitting in a safe place, if you're never reaching out, if you're never stepping out of your comfort zone, then your life is going to be dull and boring. And so stepping out and reaching out and becoming more bold helps you create excitement, create risk in your life because being bold equates itself to taking risks. So I talked about Dr. Jessica Moore Jones being bold. And the reason that that word came to me when I was listening to her speak is she's very confident in who she is. And that's the sharing your unique voice. She doesn't care what people think about what she says. She says some pretty bold, risky things when you talk to her. And that is the reason that when I when I was having this conversation, I'm like, oh, I love the fact that she knows who she is and that she puts herself out there. She's very confident. And I see her as courageous because at least on the first podcast I had with her, she was telling me about how she was out in the bush being a veterinarian and she had all these really cool adventures and she's changed jobs a bunch of times and she's worked at shelters and she runs her own business and all the experiences that she's had that she's had in her life show me that she's a bold individual and she didn't tell all her stories so some at some point I'll get her back on the podcast but that persona that she puts on about being unafraid is part of being bold she's got a firm grasp on the things that she offers to the world So I want to tell you a little story. I had a little moment of boldness myself recently. And it was a Saturday that I was working at the veterinary hospital. And I really had to go at a client and take them to task about the way they were caring for their dog. They had this severely obese dog. And she had this serious, serious infection. And when I asked them, how long has this been going on? They basically said for months. And this poor dog, she could hardly walk. She was so obese that she was twice the weight that she should have been. And she also had a leg problem. And it was just all these problems they showed up with this dog that they probably should have gotten looked at six months ago. They probably should have attended to this dog. It was almost to the point of abuse of this dog. 
and it really upset me. And so I'm usually pretty understanding and kind to clients when they bring their pet in because I'm happy that they're there and that I get to educate them. But these people kind of made me angry. And so it brought out my my bold self. And when I talked to them, I was really very blunt about, okay, this has been going on a long time. This dog is really suffering. We need to pull out all the stops to get this dog back to where it needs to be. I'm you know, very upset that this sweet dog has been suffering for so long and we need to do all these things. And I didn't have one thought about how much it was going to cost these people. I was very fearless in the way I presented it to these clients in that we really needed to advocate for this dog and get this dog in a better place. And when they gave me excuses about why she was so overweight, I basically just said no. It's not because of COVID. It's not because you're feeding her too much treats. When they told me they were only feeding her a couple of cups of food today, I basically called them out on their crap and said, look, I know you're feeding her more than a couple of cups a day. It's impossible that she's this heavy and she's only eating a small amount. And so I really had to take them to task. And I felt tiny, tiny, tiny bit guilty because sometimes when your boldness comes out, it scares you a little bit and it scared me a little. But in the big scheme of things, I was very proud of myself that I stood up for this pet. I told them what was what. I got them to do the right thing. And hopefully they will take what I said to heart and they will actually treat this dog better in the future. So that moment of boldness in myself, I was proud of. And I really think that hopefully it will change the life of this pet. So I tell you that story just to encourage you that sometimes when you start to try this thing called being bold, sometimes when you try things that make you uncomfortable, it is going to scare you a little bit. You are going to have this moment of, oh my gosh, maybe I overstepped. But really embrace your boldness and it will allow you to become your best self. And maybe I wasn't my best self with these people, but I really think that I was. I think I did what was right for the pet. I think I treated them with kindness, but bold kindness. So I just wanted to give you that little um, example to help you be bold and help you embrace your own boldness. So we talked a little bit about why you want to be bold. And just one more reason that it's important to be bold is you need to be bold to succeed in anything, in any goal. You need to be bold to set boundaries. You need to be bold to take care of yourself and to say no to clients and say no to coworkers and even to say no to yourself. If you're struggling with a bad habit, you have to have that bold spirit in order to control yourself. And then the last reason, and I really like this reason besides the being excited for your life, is you need to be bold in order to love fully and strongly because it takes boldness to be in relationships with people because relationships are scary. And so being bold will help you create stronger, better relationships for yourself. Okay, so let's talk about how can we increase our boldness. And the first and most important thing I think I would encourage you to do when you're trying to increase your boldness is to really start to learn about yourself. Because until we have a really strong understanding of who we are and what we want out of life, 
we're going to have a really hard time being bold in our decisions. You need to learn how unique and special you are. What are the things that you're talented at? What are the things that you're good at? What things do you love? What things do you like to do? Because you are the only person in this world that's you. You are uniquely and lovely and worthy and all the things that I've said in the past on the podcast, but you are unique. And in order to learn about yourself, you have to be open to loving yourself and letting go of other people's opinions from your past. I talked um, some weeks ago about my story of being a bad student and not very smart and being a bad writer came from one of my teachers when I was in junior high. And so that little voice in my head that tells me I'm not worthy is always kind of there. And so in order to be bold and step out beyond that story that I have in my life, I have to learn about myself and really take a good look at myself in truth and not in someone else's opinion or someone else's truth. So that is a really good first step. I love the personality profiling, as you know. I love Myers-Briggs. I love Enneagram. I love DISC. All of those things are just tools to help you learn more about yourself and how you function in the world and how you see the world. And so if you haven't taken any, um, even a superficial dive into one of those personality profiling systems, listen to the old podcasts that I've done on them with various people. Go to their different websites and take some of the assessments and really start to look at who you are and embrace who you are. Because in order to become bold and confident, you need to be a, you need to have a strong sense of self. Another way that you can increase your boldness, your personal boldness, is to learn not to compete with other people. So the reason I say that is because a lot of the people that I coach, they're so tied up in the online communities. They're tied up in the Not One More Vet and the Facebook groups. And there's so many of them. And I'm a member of those. I, I think they're very valuable. Um, but Instagram, all those things that we look at every day really make us envy others and think that other people have a better life than we do. I do it. I see people on Instagram that have a really strong Instagram presence and I think, oh, I should do more of that. I should be stronger there. And the problem is, is that that's not real life. The good stuff that you see on Instagram, the people that look beautiful, the makeup, the hair, all of that, it's not really real. They don't get out of bed looking that way. And it's very contrived to make you think that these people have it all together. And it works, right? Because when we go to Facebook, when we go to Instagram, we really become a little bit jealous. And I do it. I feel it. I think, oh, that person is doing better than I am. Or, oh, look at all those followers on YouTube. Like I said, I have very few people that are subscribed to my YouTube channel. And when I see other people that have big YouTube channels, I think, oh, I need that. No, I don't. I need myself to be confident and to be bold and to put my voice out there so I can help other people. So don't compete with other people. Don't compare yourself to other people. You are the version of yourself and you want to develop the best version of yourself. 
So I'm not saying don't compete with yourself and not get better each day and try to push yourself out of your comfort zone. I'm all for that. I love that. And sometimes I use other people to help me push myself. Bold people like Dr. Jessica Moore-Jones or Dr. Betsy Charles. Those are bold people that I look up to. And so instead of comparing myself with them and putting myself down because of the comparison, what I want to do is use those people as examples of what I can become and what I can do better and admire them and not be jealous of them. So I would encourage you in order to become more bold and increase your boldness is to not compete. Fight that little chihuahua in your head telling you that you need to be like that person or do like that person. No, this is about being uniquely yourself, courageously and confident in who you are, and then pushing yourself forward to become more bold, to become more confident. So you start from where you are. You love who you are. And and then you go from there. The third thing about increasing your boldness is to understand and recognize that brain of yours, that primitive brain, the stories that are buried deeply in there from your past. Learn about yourself. Question those stories, the negative stories. The fact that, you know, my brain thinks that I don't know how to focus. I have to fight that and I have to learn that that's not a true story and that I can overcome that. You need to bring those stories out of your deep recesses of your brain so you can work on them, right? So I can understand what's good about me. I can understand my stories that my brain thinks are not good about me. And then I, as I understand myself and as I work on those negative brain stories, then I can become more bold. So trying to think back to the things that make you fearful, that make you not want to be bold, the things that people have told you in the past that are not true, that you have embraced and you have somehow made part of your identity, we need to recognize that negative, primitive brain and all the negative stories that we have from childhood, those emotional scars, and get them out. So whether that's working with a coach, whether that's doing it yourself, whether you need to go to therapy to work on those stories, that's a very important step into becoming bold. And there's no shame in this. I say this all the time on the podcast. There's no shame in recognizing the problems that you have and then asking for help, whether it's with a coach or a therapist or a friend, whoever. So definitely get yourself out there. We all have them. I had somebody say to me when I was coaching them um, last week, how does it feel to be so put together? (laughs) And I just laughed. I'm like, I am not put together. I have the same Chihuahua brain that you have. I have the same negative stories going on in my brain. So, and I need to work. We all need to work. And that's why I do this podcast. And that's why I'm putting myself out there for you. So you can see that you can also work on yourself and it's all okay. All of the negativity, all of the stories that we have in our brain, it's all normal human. And we just want to work to get better every day. And that's what I'm doing. So I don't have it all together. So I just really laughed when she said that. Okay, so the fourth thing that I have for increasing your boldness is learning about what you love and doing the things that you love. Because doing the things that you love helps you to become more you. So ask some questions of yourself. When are you the most happy? 
You know, I find that I really love the back and forth interactions with with clients. And sometimes even when they're negative, I kind of like that. I like the back and forth. So even that conversation I had with the clients when I was a little bit upset with them and the way they were taking care of their pet, I kind of loved just being in that conversation and being really grounded in my bold self and giving them my opinion and then trying to win them over so that they could take better care of their pet. So I kind of love that. I love bike riding. And so when I get out in the wind, even when I'm sweating and I'm miserable tired, I really do enjoy it. So I love to learn that about myself. I love people and the back and forth with people. I love the coaching, even when it feels uncomfortable. I love emotion and the ups and downs, even when it's negative emotion. So learning about yourself and the things that you love really will help you be bold in making decisions and also setting boundaries for yourself. And if you are really unsure about who you are, ask somebody to challenge you. Someone that you're comfortable with, whether it's a coach or just even a spouse or a parent, ask them questions. Who do you think I am? What do you think I love? When do you see me at my best? And have them help you sort this out. Because the best parts of you are sometimes buried in there very deeply and you need to bring them to the forefront to be your best self and your boldest self and to set goals because the goals that you set are all about the things that you love. And you can't have an enjoyable, great career or an enjoyable, great life unless you understand what makes you happy and what goals will bring you joy. And, and if you are one of those people that's very goal-driven, just setting the smallest goals will help you move through that. The other thing, um, the fifth thing, uh, if you're counting, um, that I want to say about being increasing your boldness is to practice self-forgiveness. And this is a tough one, right? Because we all screw up. In this career, there's so many more opportunities for screw-up. And I think that's part of our fear of being veterinarians. And that's one of the reasons why so many people are getting out of our profession is because we're afraid. We're afraid that somebody's going to say something bad about us. We're afraid that we're going to piss a client off. We're afraid that a a case isn't going to go our way. But part of that fear is what makes this career so beautiful. Part of it is what makes it challenging and rewarding when things do go our way, and most of the time they do, but that fear of failure is holding us back from being the best people that we can be and being the best vets we can be. So practicing self-forgiveness is so important. We're gonna make a wrong call. We're gonna make a wrong choice. Someone is gonna be unhappy. Someone will hate that we're not allowing them to come in on a day that they really wanna come in because we're protecting our boundaries. They all want a piece of us. And what we need to do is not take a piece of us too. Because that beating yourself up when you fail or wishing that you would have done something different and causing yourself shame is not useful. So being bold to me means practicing self-forgiveness and being able to move on from mistakes that you've made and understanding that you're just human and that mistakes are going to happen. And there's nothing that you can do in life that's going to prevent you from failure unless you seal yourself up in a box. And then there's no life. 
So having a good, productive life that contributes to society means failure. So practice self-forgiveness. And the last thing, the sixth thing that I want to talk about when you're increasing your boldness is making firm decisions and then being confident that that was the right decision, whether it goes the way you thought it would or not. That is a way to create boundaries and help yourself move through life rather than being a victim of life. So if you're one of those people that has a hard time making decisions, and I sometimes do because I'm a people pleaser, and so I like to take everybody's opinions into account when I'm making a decision, which isn't always useful, right? Sometimes you just have to make a decision. You just have to say this or this, this or this, this or this. So you can move through your life, move through your day even. Sometimes making a decision is tough. And, and I find this sometimes when I'm just trying to schedule my day. What do I want to do first? Record the podcast or write up records or, you know, walk my dogs. What do I want to do? So making small, firm decisions each day will help you get better at that. And then it will help you to create boundaries for yourself. And part of being bold involves creating those boundaries for your time, right? So all those steps that I just went through to create more boldness in your life are something that you can do every day in really, really, really small ways. So my homework, so to summarize this all up so I don't go on too long with this podcast, I want you to embrace this boldness and remember what the the dictionary says it is. It's the ability to take risks and be confident and courageous. And so what we need to do is know our values Stay strong in our priorities. You have to have that strength in yourself and know yourself. The bold people are the people that know what they want and they stay focused on the things that they want and the important things in their life. If you can be grounded in your morals and values, you can make more solid decisions and take bold actions. Bold leaders have a strong sense of self-awareness So getting to know yourself is so important, but they're not careless. They carefully study and understand themselves. They understand their strengths and their weaknesses. And they're not afraid to do the work that it takes to work on their shortcomings and increase their strengths and accept their weaknesses. They're not self-absorbed, but they're very self-aware. Bold people speak up for themselves and are not worried about what other people think. They don't sit on Instagram or Facebook all day and worry that other people are better than them. Bold people do not do that. And we don't want to do that. You are perfectly beautiful and bold just the way you are. And if you want to be bolder, then work on yourself. Don't worry about other people. Boldness allows us to make confident decisions and not fear the future. So speak your mind, make firm decisions, Set some boundaries, protect your time, and know your values. These are the things that I want you to embrace this week. So my homework assignment for you this week is to do one exercise to get to know yourself better, whether it's a personality profile or anything that you can do, even if it's just sitting there and thinking about the things that are important to you and make a list. And then once you've done that, take one bold action. 
something that you're just slightly afraid of. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but if there's something that you've been thinking about wanting to do and you haven't taken a step in that direction, I want you to take one step. So thank you so much for joining me this week on the podcast. I really appreciate your attention. Go to YouTube and watch me if you want to. Uh, I had the video on while I was doing this podcast, so hopefully the video will get out there at some point. And go to my website if you need help or you want to just talk to me or bounce some ideas off of me, I'd be happy to talk to you. My website is juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com. Also, I would encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Give me a five-star review if you will to help me get out there to more people. Share with your friends. Um, I really would appreciate your support. I love hearing from you and talking to you as much as possible. My email is jacapeldvm at gmail.com if you want to just send me an email. Be bold this week and then share your stories of boldness with me. I'd love to hear from you. Have a beautiful week. Bye.